2: What time is the Golden Bachelor tonight, M? And what are you doing for it?
3: I need to check about that because I get always confused by when it airs on the West Coast. If okay. it airs at five PM or if it airs at eight PM, and so I need to check that out. Um, my my plans are fluid, um, but are you going, you going
2: to like a watch party? Or you, you, do you like to observe this privately? <laughs>
3: I think actually this one is going to be changed because some uh, material circumstances changed with my friend's plans. So my friend who was going to watch it with me ends up having to babysit a dog in San Diego. It's a whole thing. So I might watch this first one. Follow up questions on that (laughs) Al. I will have to watch this one solo. Okay. But then going forward, we're going to go watch it all together and uh, probably come to my place, make some, you know, we usually do some sort of like themed drink, have like some bubbly, have some chocolate, some fun stuff.
2: A Miller Lite Aperol Spritz. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. M, don't answer this. If Emily's watching The Golden Bachelor by herself, does she yell at the TV when she sees something she doesn't like?
3: 100%.
4: Jorge, do you think 100%. that she yells at the TV?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
5: What are you
3: doing? Yeah.
2: Em, are you a by yourself yell at the TV person?
3: Only for sports.
2: Only for sports. I
3: think that's only for sports should I have like a reaction. Um, but I. Did, I do like to text my friends when I yeah. get through something. So, like, Love is Blind, for example. Last <laughs> weekend, uh, on Friday, there was some crazy stuff that went down on Love is Blind. And I was just like, is anybody else watching this?
2: Well, that's the thing. you got to get the reaction from someone else. Otherwise, to validate it all your... bottles up in my head. Right. To, <laughs> and, and to validate that was stupid, right? Or that was awesome. You need yeah, someone like, to validate You're seeing this your crazy experience.
3: person just like I am. Um, again, if anybody's watching, uh, tweet at me. But uh, Lydia, man. Because Lydia... <laughs> Is a crazy hurricane. So again, for people who don't watch, uh, she is someone who has lied, and she has a lot of emotions. She just wants to be loved, and I'm just curious to see if anybody has the same opinion about me about that.
2: So with the Golden Bachelor out, I, I because the, our machines are always listening now. Because we talked about it on the show yesterday or the day before, I had 38 Golden Bachelor stories in my feed this morning. Sure, of course you did, and. Apparently it's also premiering tonight, so it's being pushed. Perhaps, but like detail in the headlines that I like, for instance, I know that he has hearing aid pride. Yes, like I, okay,
3: he doesn't want to be called a silver fox.
2: Uh, oh, he does not.
3: No, he does not.
2: Why? I don't know. You have to I, find out. That was out. just in the
3: that was You'll the headline have to as find
2: well out But it's like okay, this is not
4: you know. My feeds are going to be. Um, everything about the Catholic
2: Church.
0: Vicious hits. <laughs> to be about vicious hits. Yep. Bushlight. <laughs>
2: By the way, you got hosed on that.
3: I did. Yeah. I did. It was. Yeah, you showed. Was she
2: was. You know, she's lot. like, I got to show you the evidence here. <laughs> she did. She was. She did not feel seen or validated with our response. She's yeah. like, no, you don't get it. And now we do. And now you do.
6: And I just tweeted the picture <laughs> of my pants ripping.
2: And That's later. so. Tremendous.
3: Wait, do you know that <laughs> 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 there's a SpongeBob episode where he rips his pants? That's all I think about when someone rips uh, their pants. Yeah,
2: I my I like to wear my pants loose. So no, rip, well. rip now. In the second they're not loose because of circumstances. Those those go to the far left side of the closet. If you if you end up on the left side of Travis's closet, you're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the graveyard of pants that start with I think a we three. We all have. <laughs> the worst part is I'm
6: on the road. Like they ripped, so next day I'm a Ross or TJ Maxx wherever I can get. It's Your it. only option,
4: exactly. I always have. There's always. I think we all have like a collection of clothing where you're like, ah, oh, that one doesn't fit very well. No problem, no problem. Let me get into it. Let me get into it. And it just sits there for like three years have gone by. I'm like, ow, oh, that sweater goes up to your belly button. Get rid of it.
6: <laughs> I remember I wore a soccer jersey, and then Travis was like, that's nice, but I think you need help trying to fit in your
2: body. Yeah, it was looked like his little brother's soccer yeah. jersey. <laughs> it's like, like did you should. Yeah, did they not have it in your size? Like, what? Why did? Why is that the choice <laughs> did that you, you made right there? Did know. you see? I just saw recently. I, th- I think Tatum
4: just went on. One of Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart does this thing, Jason Tatum. On YouTube, uh, Jason Tatum. Okay. Kevin Hart does this thing on YouTube, and I think it just might be YouTube. It's presented by Old Spice. They, the ice. Um, they both go in the uh, cold plunge, and they have a. Conversation. He's done it with everybody, right? Mayweather, uh, all the all the athletes, and Tatum, who's very well known for his son being at all the games and everything else. I forget his son's name right off the top of my head, but he brought. He's like, hey, my son wanted to give this to you. It's his jersey. And Kevin Hart's like, that's not cool, man. This sounds like five years old, something like that. He's like, that's not cool. But then you see Kevin Hart just putting it on. He's like,
2: it fit perfect. He's like, well, tell him thank you. I appreciate it. Well, Jason Tatum is what six, eight, or nine? Yeah. Okay. So his five-year-old son is probably not a small kid. It's probably a decent-sized jersey. Kevin Hart is. Diminutive, I believe is the correct way <laughs> to say that, right? He's short. He's a short guy. Yeah. So probably, if anything, he's probably a little room to grow into.
4: Uh, deuce, deuce Tatum. But deuce I just Tatum. yeah, I just thought it was the funniest thing. He's like, that's jacked up that you brought that. And he starts putting his eyes and We'll we'll
2: tell him thank you. All right. So last season mm-hmm. the Dodgers got eliminated by the Padres, and I my this isn't working again, so I can't play my super fun season drop. But um super fun season. Super fun season. And I said to you at the time, like, look, until they get back to where we start this over again, I, I'm going to watch the games, I'm a Dodger fan, whatever, but we're there. The Dodgers will open the playoffs a week from Saturday. We don't know who they'll play. They Super play fun playoffs. season. There it is. They will play the best of the remaining teams, right? So if Milwaukee wins, they will play Milwaukee. If the Milwaukee's out and Philly wins, they'll end up playing Philly. It's, they're going to play the best remaining team. The Dodgers season has been what you described out. You know, just they've had guys drop out, they've had young players step up, they've had all these different things, and they're yeah. going to win probably about hundred games. Right? They, they're three short with five to play, or whatever it is. I, I think um, two short. I believe
4: two short with four, to, four go. to play. Yeah. So they, they got a really good they're chance to win hundred
2: games for mm-hmm. the third year in a row, which is really extraordinary. But I got to tell you, as much of house money as there is, because of the pitching. Because they didn't go in huge on free agency, because they were, you know, clearing the decks for Otani or whatever, however you want to characterize mm-hmm. it. When Saturday rolls around and it's zero zero, the pressure on the Dodgers is going to be enormous to win that game. It's going to be enormous to win that series because all of the preamble to this is is fun and it's unexpected, but the fact of the matter is you are a really good team. You got the first round by, you got the third or fourth best record in the major leagues, and now is when it matters most. And if they don't win, that not, the noise, in my opinion, is yeah. not going to be, oh, hey, they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. It's going to be, it happened, you won 100 games, and you're out again. Let, let me tell
4: you why I think it's different. I think it's different because let's just play out this scenario. Let's just play out. They got... And let's say they're eliminated in the first round. Let's say they got the Brewers in the first round and they're out in five games. Game five is at at uh, at Dodger Stadium and they lose. I think there's also going to be a lot of people... Let's say the youngsters just don't come through. Let's say Bobby Miller has a bad start in his first game and he gave up four runs and he only was able to go four innings. And then... Sheehan has moments where you, you look at him and you're like, man, this guy looks like the moment's getting to him. Or Pepio has a start where, whether he starts or he doesn't, has an outing. Everyone after the series is going to say, well, what were you expecting to happen? They didn't have Bueller. I, Kershaw wasn't
2: healthy. Can I, can I stop Julio's you right there real quick? There. Because what I'm expecting to happen is what happened for six months. You guys found a way to win games. That This isn't where... They, these guys just had to show up in the last three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. This has been the season. They've had to ham and egg this thing virtually the entire season. And just saying, it, it, if if they backdoored it in, if they were the last team in, and they, they then sure, it's like, hey, it was a dogfight all season long. They've been the best team in the National League, or the sure. second best yeah. team in the National League, for it's six that. months. Mm-hmm. So to say, well, ah, you know, you got any? You've been the best team, and you've been the best team with these players, so that's why I think all the pressure swings back to them because it isn't you snuck in in the back door. You've been really good
4: all season long. Maybe this has something to do with it as well. Maybe it doesn't. The way the Dodgers lost last season, you have 111 games, you got your guys lined up, you you got the players that you feel very comfortable with going into the postseason, but then there was – Damn, they can't get a clutch hit if their life depended on it. They're guys that all season long were delivering, and now you could just feel they're tense. The bats are tight. They're holding. The, they're gripping the bats too tight. If they lost because Mookie and Freddie couldn't come through, and they weren't clutch, and you had one out, guys on second and third, and they weren't bringing guys in, I think that's a little bit different of a story. But if it's the young pitchers. Just were not ready for the moment, and the competition that you had in the postseason was a lot different than the competition that you played in the regular season, and the pitching that you were going to face in the postseason was going to be a lot different than the regular season. I think that's just a more traditional, if that's the right way to put it, a more traditional way to lose. Last year, it was so many different elements. That it was not just you had all the talent, you had a lot of games. You had also a lot of guys that weren't coming through. You're right, coming through during the doesn't the
2: entirety of the last six years, eight years, ten years doesn't that count in all of this? Because if this were it's the Angels that the Angels got into the playoffs with a patchwork rotation, and they weren't supposed to be there, and they got in, and it's like hey, it just kind of fell apart. It's like hey, man, you know what what are you gonna? They always fall apart. Okay. Can I? And maybe it's the the reason is a little bit different this time. Maybe the the players that falter at the moment are, are not the same players that have faltered at other moments. But it's like really, again, we just won. Think about, it, Slee. They're going to win a hundred games in a row for the third year in a row. Yeah. And it, in the scenario that we're talking about, maybe they're out before the World Series. That's that's not just hey, we had young pitchers. That's just the continuation of the story of them coming up short. If I simplified here. Would you be
4: more surprised that the Dodgers made the World Series or did not make the World Series? Okay.
2: I you ready? Yeah. I think they're gonna win the World Series. I, I think those guys are ready to go do something incredibly cool. I think I'm incredibly optimistic about them. I think that Freddie and Mookie have gone to a level that you don't see very often. It's not gonna be Atlanta's awesome. Baseball's weird that baseball likes weird stuff. The gods that I truly believe in like weird stuff. That this is the team that finds a way would be so baseball of the whole thing. And maybe I'm just fanning out. Maybe I'm just being optimistic because I want my team to win. That offense, as deep as it is, that pitching staff, as flexible as it is, it's inexperienced, it's green, it's unknown, but you have, really, the only two guys that are locked into roles are Kershaw and Miller. Everyone else could pitch at any point in sure. any of these yeah. games. I think there's almost an odd advantage in that. I really do think they're going to win the World Series. I'm not. I'm, I'm very optimistic to see how those guys. Now, I could be. Well, dead can I wrong, can I ask you a question? But I really like. Thirty this. days
4: ago, did you feel that, or no, was
2: it because the the pocket of these last thirty days they've been trending in the right
4: direction? Wait, which is by the way, that's. The Where they're sitting today, to me, is a much bigger surprise than I thought 30 days ago. So the fact that they're sitting here and they're a game back from, I think, Baltimore of the second-best record in all yeah. of baseball, one game back uh, or um, uh, th- second-best record in the uh, in the NL, I am surprised that they're here because of what's happened over the last 30 days. I'd be surprised that they made the World Series. That's And the reason why I wanted to simplify it like that is because... My expectations for the Dodgers coming in, they're dangerous, they got bats, their pitchers look like they're trending in the right direction at the right time. Yes, they're inexperienced, but
2: I'd be surprised that they're representing the NL. Let's try Steve in Los Angeles. Steve, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Steve?
5: Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, listen, I'm a huge Dodger fan, right? But I'm going to say it like this. The Dodgers get shell-shocked in the playoffs because they lose they lose every big game at home the last game 2017 game 7 our fans didn't bring the energy 2000 uh, against uh, Washington, same thing. Game five, didn't bring the energy. Last year, game two at home, we lost. Then we went to San Diego, and we were shell-shocked because their fans are so crazy. Unless Dave Roberts is pumping the fan noise or the Dodgers are wearing earplugs, they just they get home and something happens. Our fans just don't step up. We're that, we're that crowd that comes in the third and leaves in the, in the seventh. It's been said for years. We don't bring it like other people bring it, and now we're complacent because we've been there every single year, and I think that's a problem. If you look at the Dodgers, if they lose. When we won the World Series 2020, where were we? Where were we? We were in Texas. There was no home fans. There was no road fans. It was just a, 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 sh- a smorgasbord of, of, of the COVID-ness. All right, Steve, I
2: want, to, I want to jump
4: in
0: there First right off, there. Because... you've got to leave
2: in the six because the seventh is too late. Now again, <laughs> yeah, you're pushing it here. The Dodgers have the best fans in baseball. Yeah. The, the, the Dodgers have arguably the greatest home environment in all of the major leagues. You can leagues. have nervous fans. You can have nervous
4: fans, sure. You can have Darvish giving up runs right the, out the gate in Game 7 of... Uh,
2: I was just going to say, the, the reason the energy in Game 7 happened is, 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 depleted. is you Darvish got his head kicked in before you'd had your first bite of hot dog. That's you're going to tell me
4: that the vibe doesn't change based off of that? Of course that? it does. The Padre game, game two last year, is a close game the entire time. Padres actually, I think it was, Kronowitz hit a home run. Manny hit a home run. That There was also the nervousness of like,
2: we might lose game two. I, I get the, the nerves and what Steve's saying and what you're saying. It, it exists. And when it starts to teeter, I do think there's a little bit of ripple of, oh no, not again. I, I do think sure. that's how ha- Dodger fans are awesome. Dodger fans show up. That ballpark is filled almost every single night. They're enthusiastic. They're decked out in gear. They're ready. You you do not see at Dodger Stadium what you see at SoFi. You do not. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you do not see at Dodger Stadium when, when the Yankees come to town. Where in Angels? Uh, Dodgers in went to
3: the Red Sox. Remember that I was just series? Dodgers really, fans really
4: travel, which to, in baseball really, never happens. Really, the way to gauge. I mean, yesterday is a perfect example. There was nobody at, at for the Rockies. Dodgers. Dodgers. Other than Dodger fans. <laughs> We've seen what was it, was it last year? I can't remember. I always, In it always sticks to me, the Walker Bueller walking off the mound yeah. and coming out and it was like I'm like, What the hell is this? Yeah. I, I don't think that's their issue. I, I don't either. Uh, I think I think I think net. the
2: issue is that the players get tight. I think the fans can kind of there's feel a not, nervousness, sure. You and I, when we were at the Padre Dodger game last year, the the one that they did win. You could feel it. The Dodgers went out 5 to nothing, and the Potters started to chip away. And you and I were like, this does – you were like, "Eh, it's not over yet. And I'm like, I know. I know it's not. And you can feel that energy start to change. And I do think this is where the young players – they don't have that experience of that negative energy. They don't have the experience of, oh, boy, here we go again. I'm just going to throw this next pitch at 100 miles an hour and try to hit my spot. And they've been hitting a lot of spots. It's a long shot, or, or at least relative to their other shots, but I think they're in a pretty good spot. I, I really it's a unique situation, I, I and love you it. said this from I the beginning. It. You said this.
4: You've already had all the hey, this is set up perfectly, and it hasn't panned out. So why not have something that's not Your set shot. up
2: perfectly and see what happens? People want to talk to M about Lydia, whoever that is. We're going to do that. Plus, we're going to oh, talk Lydia. about Dame Lillard. By the way, jersey's already in the team store Smart. in Milwaukee. What is this all when it's all said and done? What does it mean for the Lakers? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
0: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get five dollars off with code Eight Save. That's the number eight S A V E. Jet's Pizza better because it has to be.
4: Well, Damian Lillard action right
3: here. Nollin.
4: By the way, he is uh, very, very natural in hip hop. I mean, his ra- it's so natural. Yeah, some it, it's I, right, I, Travis. <laughs> I, I, I joke around, Jorge, I, I joke around about this. Sometimes you hear athletes and they're trying to, you know, they're joking like, around
1: Liam doing Fungy whatever. He had this conversation. So I'm is, like, why is so it, natural. How is it that
6: basketball players want to be rappers and rappers wants to be, you know, basketball players? It's just You always want yeah. the thing that you don't have, <laughs> yeah. right? But
2: yeah. I, 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 A, good joke. you your seen you're right. crossover? <laughs> <laughs> but
3: here's the thing.
2: Here's what I, Emily's like, right, Travis? And that's not my lane. I don't know it well at all. But I also think if you just gave me – a couple three or four different tracks yeah. and said which one of these is not the pro i think i'd be able to tell you yeah unless yeah. it was dame. Yeah. dame dame sounds like a pro he he sounds like that's calm, what he does cool, for a li- collective, right. flow, it's pace. What, he, the what whole does, thing. yeah. Where sometimes like Shaq, for instance, I know he has like a platinum record and stuff, but it sounds like a basketball player rapping, yeah, right. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm totally wrong. I don't know, but that sounds like somebody that does that for a living rather than something they do for fun.
4: Uh, yesterday was kind of crazy. That was that was a cool moment where. We we've been talking about this. I, I was I was so sick of the story. I'm like, just trade him to Miami for the love of God! I don't want to read another article or something. The fact that he got traded and was to the Bucks.
1: The bucks
2: yeah.
4: Kind of threw a whole wrench in in um. Des, I guess you could say the entire thought process of what we thought. It it's
2: exactly what I hope starts to happen. I, what, do you, what do you mean that that pendulum that you know go back 20 years? Okay, maybe maybe 25. The teams decided who went where and played with who. The general manager, the team president, the owners were in charge of deciding, we're going to have this player, we're going to trade that player, we're going to acquire that player. It was entirely on the side of management. And over the course of the last you know, 10 years in particular, we've seen it swing almost all the way to the other side where players say, I don't like it here, get me out of here. And not only get me out of here, but I only want to go over there. And we're okay. seeing the player empowerment era, which generally speaking I don't have a huge problem with. But what I haven't liked and what I, what felt like it started to swing a little bit back towards the middle was how Portland handled this. Yeah, you kept highlighting that. Kevin Durant was in Brooklyn, signs a new deal, and then immediately says, I want out of here. Well, you got four years. Well, left that's on with this him
4: p- getting paid for one year. Remember, he was right. recovering and didn't even right. didn't play again.
2: Like I, I signed you, you you're not committed to me at all the second you wanted out. And so Portland did that thing. All right, look, we're gonna respect you. You've been a good partner of ours, a good teammate to ours. We're gonna try to do it, but we have to get something out of this too. And they did. And they got the player what he ultimately wanted, which is an opportunity to go win a championship. Now, maybe not in the city that he wanted to do it, but with a pretty pretty darn good team in Milwaukee. And with Hey, Giannis, Milwaukee's
3: a great city, guys. It, it's,
2: it is. Custard. It's I was talking, I was the, talking the about the custard The custard and the sausages and everything else. But this kind of seemed to work out for everybody. And, they, and it worked out because they were patient. Well, that they didn't just jump because, I want out of here. It's like, eh, we'll, we'll do it when we're ready to I do ca- it. I'm kind of in the middle
4: on this because I don't mind when a player says, but it's got to be specific. I don't mind when a player says, I can't do it here anymore. Sure. I just want to freaking win, and I got these clowns running this organization. I'm watching all my peers and my friends compete for a championship, and here I am uh, busting my butt. Every I know they're paying me. I get that, but there's also a lot of other players around the league that are getting paid and competing for an NBA championship. I like when they use – the reason why Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck today is I don't think it's because of what Damian Lillard told the Portland Trailblazers. I think it's because Giannis, a star who already has a championship, sat back in two different you know publications, whether in the New York Times or a podcast, and said, I'm not playing here just to win one championship. And they listened to him. I like player empowerment when it's used like that. Yeah. I'm the best, the biggest, the baddest this franchise has ever had. I brought you a ring. Unless... We're competing for a championship. I might walk out that door and go to one of these other. I, I franchises. don't mind you
2: asking to go somewhere else, but I do mind you asking where I want to go. I, I don't want to be here anymore. Okay, let me see what I can do. Yeah, that's not up to you. But yeah, you're I, right. I will that, only that go part. Over okay there. With. i I don't love that, and I really don't like. I don't want to be here anymore. Well, you just got here. You just you just signed a four year deal. Like, give me a. Lillard is not Lillard was there for eleven years. Hey guys, giving you eleven years. God, getting. I've given you as much as I can give you. I got it. That's a and it, fair and it, request. And it
4: seemed mutual. Yes. That was a very- They ready to move on. You know what? We had a great run. <laughs> I'm going to move on. I'm going to start dating again. You should start dating again. That's kind of what they did.
2: I have no idea what this means, but I'm excited to find out. Okay. Let's go to El Segundo and J.D. J.D., you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, J.D.? What's up, guys? How y'all doing today? All right. Hey, I just want to let y'all know, Emily and I are kindred spirits. We love all <laughs> of the same shows and food,
3: man. I love that. Thanks,
2: J.D What's Lydia's deal? (laughs) Lydia is half tilt. She's about crazy, and I'm just waiting for the next couple of episodes to show her true character.
3: Yeah, so, okay, Lydia is certifiably insane. So she'll (laughs) say stuff that is uh, to one person, say something to other person. So, whole backstory again. Sorry if you haven't seen the episodes. This is going to be a spoiler alert. But uh, she had a past with another guy that's in the pods. So Lydia and Uche used to date. Then Uche hits it off with Aaliyah. And then Lydia... Like like gets up with uh, Aaliyah. is like, oh my God, you're my best friend. We're we're like twins. We're so similar. I love you so much to Aaliyah. Aaliyah's like, oh my God, we're best friends. And Aaliyah finds out that Lydia used to date Uche, and it's like, what's happening? Wait, JD, you're JD. I swear, if you understood
4: (laughs) what she just said, I'm yeah, I do. Oh my God, unbelievable. (laughs) I wholeheartedly agree. Let me ask you this,
3: Emily. Do you think it was a setup from the beginning, or do you think that she naturally liked Aaliyah? Okay, I think that Lydia, once she realized that Aaliyah was into Uche, is trying to get back mm-hmm. into Uche's life by being friends with Aaliyah. Because Lydia okay. is kind of like the <laughs> crazy that wants to get back into Uche's life because I think that Uche and her, she was much more serious with Uche than I think that he was reciprocated in that. And that she uh-huh. has this feeling that she wants to stay in his life. Because also, Lydia will go to Aaliyah and be like, oh my god, like did you know his dog is this and his mom is this and he has this car? Isn't that Don't crazy, mind. J.D.? Giving way too much information. Right. And Aaliyah's <laughs> like, I need story. to be out of this.
0: How do you feel about Uche grilling Aaliyah about her
5: past and her team or her ex-boyfriend and okay. then waiting to tell her
0: about the whole
3: uh, <laughs> Aaliyah situation? About that, J.D. I think that I would be okay with Aaliyah lying, but Uche kind of was really mean back to her, kind of just like was very judgmental when he has his own skeletons in his closet and he wasn't being very honest either. So I think Uche has problems and I think Aaliyah, if I was her, I probably wouldn't have told the whole truth. I commend her for telling the truth because that's hard to do, but I think that his response back to her was uh, like very inappropriate, I think. Well, let's keep in mind he is
2: a lawyer. So
3: you're right. You're right, JD. Yeah, so here, here, this has been love is, right. is blind talk. Here, here's what I
2: take away from this, JD. Thank you very much for the call. Gracias. I, I'm pretty sure JD and Emily just made all that up. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I think that was an attempt to see whether that's or not point. we would we would bite, sleep. Yeah, I think that was all. Just whose side are you guys on? That, that's Uche? actually. Lydia? That's
4: actually. I like Uche. The thing that made most sense of what you just said. <laughs> The whole, everything else didn't make sense. That made That's the only yeah. thing that made sense. I got a feeling JD's going to be calling again. <laughs>
2: yeah, please. Yeah. In, please. Uh, we we'll be besties. But yeah. There are certain things that Emily lights up for. There are certain things where you can just tell that it's, like, there are things, Emily, that you are informed about, but I can tell that you're not deeply passionate yeah. about. Yeah. That was in the latter category. Yeah. This was. Because none of my friends are watching. i passionate. I
3: haven't been able to talk. You Me and JD, JD are you best you friends. You and
2: JD should change, exchange numbers. Yep. You can text each other and talk about Lydia and Oche or. Uh, who's Uche. The other, Uche. Uh, who's the other person? Who's the third person? So it's this?
3: Lydia, crazy. Aaliyah, Aaliyah. sensible. Okay. Uche, Uche is uh, the man. The, Uche is the man, and he's the lawyer who's kind of steady and kind of was very really judgmental of Aaliyah and her past. What else you want to know, Sleep? Uh, I, I think I got it. Lydia is. <laughs> half tilt she's about crazy and i'm just waiting for the next couple of episodes to
2: show her true character
3: oh. he's right he is spitting facts right there jd That's <laughs> tremendous.
4: for a second there i thought jd was still on the line did not know that was and just like was gonna stay stay on the line
6: remember primo from the, oh, the morning show he would yeah. call
2: in and
4: we would play that's going to be our new Primo
6: that's Primo yeah, that play. is exactly
2: Primo call there him whenever you want J.D. 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 might be Primo he might just change his exactly. name for a different show like he's, he's going to call us another time and he's going to have a third uh. name along the way good job J.D. Thursday night football has a new home, and it's the Nine O Nine Sports Bar at Yamaval Resort and Casino. Join Sedano, Cappy, Demarco, Farr, and producer Lindsay tonight. And
3: happy birthday, producer Lindsay! That's, it's right. Right. Her her birthday? Birthday That's right, birthday bash! It yeah. is her
2: birthday bash. Happy birthday to producer Lindsay! A party, party, o oh party! We'll be giving away one thousand bucks tonight, four to seven Oof. p.m. at the Nine O Nine Sports Bar. Win cash and watch football with that whole. That's What's a good better? pair. Sedano, Cappy, Demarco, producer Lindsay, and I believe Morales. Right. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. There you go. It's it's quite a crew. The whole crew right there. Think they'll have any fun? I think they're (laughs) going to have a pretty good time. I think they'll be all right. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee,
0: 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
3: Hey guys, Uh one other thing about Lydia, and I didn't realize this going into Love Us Blind, there was so much geology talk. Both her like and rocks. This, yes, so she's a geologist, and okay. this guy she hit it off with, Milton, is also a geologist, and they talked about like what kind one. of rocks they like. <laughs> Again. That's what I was thinking.
2: Igneous, volcanic, sedimentary.
3: I was, I was like, yeah. Come on. They were going in deep. That's good. No, no, <laughs> no. That's rocks. Right. Come on. And I was You're like, right. how are there multiple geologists in Houston, Texas? I don't understand. Because everybody from this is from Houston. I um,
2: took one science class in college. Go on. One. It was a geology class, and I learned exactly what I just regurgitated. That was it. Is it just
3: geology for I, I there uh, are, athletes?
2: There are No, it was real geology, but I had to have one sign. Because Santa Barbara, they don't care about sports, so you have to do real school. So yeah. I had to take a real geology class, and the only thing I learned. One other thing I didn't. So there are different types of rock. There's igneous, volcanic, and sedimentary. And I also learned that when rocks break, it's called cleavage. And I thought that was funny.
3: Yep. That's, the, that's the only thing I that did. I take also a geology class, and I took an astronomy <laughs> class because again, I didn't want to do science either. Of course. Um, all right. So uh, Spencer Schrider, uh I don't know. Again, I don't. I can't tell if this is a joke or not because I watched the video Quadzilla. multiple times, and I don't know if he's kidding but it doesn't always sound like he's kidding in this, but this is him talking about, um, with like a reporter. I'll, I'll let him speak for himself. Do you have any hot sports takes?
4: Any hot sports takes?
3: Absolutely, there should be no fans.
4: 2020 season, no fans. Get rid of the fans. It's too loud. Too loud? It's too okay. loud. Everybody be quiet. We don't, we don't need the, the cheering. We know you're watching. Wow. Uh, I don't need the fans. Uh, you, you Stay outside the stadium. You, you, I mean, back it up. <laughs> Let's do like a no lower bowl thing you know oh, okay just kind of you know, yeah upper decks great upper decks great outfield phenomenal but we don't need you around the dugouts just, just try and be quiet
3: so he's so he's kidding but uh Spencer Strider has a point with his hot take Travis factor cap
2: cap I look I, I love watching games from home yeah. I like my TV setup it's it's I got my fridge I got my bathroom I got my chair I got I got the remote There's, you could talk into. <laughs> the remote that I could do. Yes, you're <laughs> right, Sleep, for sure. Um, going to games is awesome. There's nothing like it. And what makes them fun is that there are other, you know, 20,000 other people, 50,000 yeah, yeah. other people, 75,000
3: other people. You feel when uh, the momentum yeah. changes. You get it's it awesome. You get yeah, the cheers that are fun. It's 100%, great. 100%. 90% you red,
2: things. you know? <laughs> you
3: <just> stop. <laughs> Block. Be quiet. Block.
4: Um, I want to make one change to. The fan experience, and I think this might be more specific to the NBA.
3: Taco Bell in every stadium? Taco Bell.
4: <laughs> That's it. Just Taco Bell in every stadium. Um, I hate how close, I hate when guys, they're running full speed and they basically, like they'll they'll slip on a player or mm. a player, every, some people are courtside and they're so close. We got to wait three minutes. 'Cause the girl spilt her drink. Yeah. And now the players are coming by. And Eminem rolls on the on the court. There's just I it's wish a tragedy. It, <laughs> I, I wish it was like give them a little bit more space. That's it. That's the only problem I have with Stride's talking about everything else. And I yeah, there's no problem bowl, in baseball with baseball. All that. that stuff. Yeah. It just that's the only one where I'm like, I'm waiting for an injury to happen, something like that, because somebody is so close.
3: spills nice are vodka cranberry or something. <laughs> Those are good. Hooray. Uh,
6: I'm going to go cap on this one and simply because I like going to sports games and also when you're watching at home and like a, they hit a big shot mm-hmm. and the TV cuts to the crowd and they just let it ride like we talked about, yeah. you know, last week. I I need love it. that when you're at home, like you need the fans there.
3: That's one of my favorite things about getting into English Premier League by watching Arsenal is that they the broadcast knows exactly uh, who to shoot because these English people are just like these little meatheads that are going crazy, <laughs> and it's so funny to me. Or they have like the people that are crying or upset. It's Listen, their broadcast is fantastic.
4: 2020 when there weren't fans. Yeah, dude, that was so weird. It was.
3: And, Remember they had it, cutouts.
4: It was the the cardboard cutouts in the outfield, or they were doing the basically yeah, zoom where you're like putting in the fans of the actual. Like you know, oh that, yeah. that was the worst.
2: The yeah. the, the the virtual crowd That's was the was, worst. Yeah. But the, when somebody hit a home run at Dodger Stadium, and you, you could hear the guy's cleats crunching in the dirt, I know. it's like this is. Not how this or is the supposed speaker,
4: to be. where the way they're trying to do the sound, it's yeah. like it wasn't jiving with what's happening. I'm like, why are you? Why is the speaker so loud? Cheering for a ground ball. It, it's so
2: loud. Yeah, and it's like it. Anyway, no <laughs> fans need to be there. Yeah. All
3: right, so um I was looking up during one of our segments that our TVs. We have our TVs on ESPN, and uh, Nick Saban happened to be on the Pat McAfee show. And I always love seeing Nick Saban in his little dungeon lair uh at 1 p.m. Alabama time, talking about stuff. I obviously didn't hear what he had to say, but I'm just yeah. looking at him him but it's one of the worst cameras of all time that's on uh, nick saban Looks and like it's smudged and it's like he's <laughs> literally no lights in this dungeon dark man cave of a study that he probably draws up all these plays against to defeat every single college football player of all time but it's just it's very dark and scary so you would be intimidated to zoom with nick saban in that room al factor cap
4: fact i think i'd be intimidated period just the whole thing, right? Somebody that's that great, that successful. Ask somebody like that a question. If you're a reporter, I'm like, I hope he doesn't turn on me. Because he and just sniffs say, back
3: at um, reporters, too. He's like, so quit yeah. asking. Well,
4: you're the ones that bringing him rat poison. Ask exactly. better questions, right? I'm just waiting. It's like you ask a question like that, and he's like, I, I don't understand your question. Now i got to ask it's the question again. Dr. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, people like that are intimidating because they're so successful, they're so great, and you don't want to screw up.
2: So I want to I want to tell you a quick story. The answer is is fact. I would yeah. be terribly intimidated by Nick Saban there because he's an intimidating guy. Even though he's like five five, it's crazy. Um, I was watching an episode of Bob Does Sports the other day, which is that golf podcast yep. that I or YouTube channel that I really like. They were playing in a pro am with an LPGA tour player. I forget her name, but she's an Alabama alum. Okay, she said when she went on her recruiting trip to Alabama. She went into Nick Saban's office to meet Nick Saban, and they chit chatted for half, half, literally like maybe thirty seconds. And he looks at her, Nick, the football coach, Nick Saban, looks at this at the time girl who's thinking about coming to Alabama to play golf, and says, "We build champions here at Alabama. Do you want to be a champion?" And she's like, "Uh, "Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir." sir. It's exactly what she said. It's (laughs) exactly she goes, "Uh, yes, sir," and signed. That's the power that that dude has to just a sentence or two, like, this is what I'm about. Do you want to be a part of it or not? Cause I don't give a damn if you do. If you're about me, I'm about you. Come here. It was awesome. So anybody would be that's intimidated crazy. By and
3: speaking of somewhat intimidating people to talk to, we will be at Lakers Media Day on Monday, yeah. and so follow along at, at ESPN Los Angeles this Monday and get the sights, sounds, and tastes of Lakers Media Day presented by Bibigo and your official game day snack of Los Angeles Lakers. So one thing you brought up earlier in the show in our pre-show meeting was the Rays. So they yeah. de- delayed their uh, celebration to make the postseason oh, I love until. This a day that they had the opportunity to have a day off the, ne- uh, the day after. So they had the ability to drink as much as they want, to recover fully for a full day without having to play baseball. So this is a fantastic move from the Rays. Uh, Travis, factor cap. <sighs>
2: cap. It's innovative. It's, it's strategic, but it's not particularly fun. Right. Like when you win the title or the division or yeah. whatever it is that you got to get yourself into the post baseball, you could conceivably have like six celebrations before you win the World Series. It's there's a lot of layers to it, but hey, we just got it today. Get the champagne, get the beer, spray it over my head, get the lockers covered in plastic and the goggles and all. Hey guys, oh uh, I know we clinched tonight, but next Wednesday. We're gonna to get together and uh, we're gonna have a party. It's not quite the same thing. It's 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 nice to be able to get wasted and know you don't have to do anything the next day. But sometimes you just got to get wasted. So no? I'm gonna go. F- <laughs>
4: I'm gonna go fact on this. I like the move. Now I was gonna to try to use Trav as an example, but his answer is perfect for how you played your cards yesterday. You wanted for your anniversary that, hey, we're going to go out to dinner a little bit later in the week. We're going to do it right. I don't mm-hmm. have work the next day. Yep. Then you ended up ordering a martini and a <laughs> bottle of wine. So it didn't it exactly – We had to celebrate. It didn't exactly go as planned. But – I think we all have done this where you're saying, okay, my birthday's on a Tuesday. Do I want to go big on a Tuesday? Let me wait till Thursday. Like Thursday's not a bad day because you only got one day. Yeah. Maybe you wait till Friday. Even better Friday. I don't mind <laughs> waiting a, a couple of days. <laughs> Maybe go, you still celebrate, go a little lighter and then go big on the better day.
6: Jorge? I'm going to go cap on this one because I feel like there's moments where you got to celebrate right there. Yeah. And then and you got to take advantage of that and ride that wave cuz once it's over for whatever like, it's not in-season the same.
3: terminate with uh yeah. any any soccer team out there.
2: Yeah, no. You got to celebrate right there and then. Yeah. It's we just won. Exactly. I, my joy is now. Yeah. My joy yeah. is not next Tuesday. You can't bottle yeah, it up. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's right now. I do I do want to just clarify one thing. <laughs> Susan will not watch Bob Doe sports with me. She will watch the NFL's most vicious <laughs> hits, but when it comes to Bob Doe sports, she she does but I watch a lot of Bob does Sports, Lee. I want to go have a few? Of okay, those what guys.
4: are the who are the characters there? What's the other guy's name?
2: There's Bob, Bob you know, Bobby Fairway. He does sports. There's Cold Cuts. Joey Cold, Cold, cuts. Cold Cuts, yeah. And there's Fat Perez, FP.
3: Oh, another thing, Cold Cuts yeah. reminded me. This guy on what Love Is Blind was just name. caught on camera eating like a handful of like ham. Cold
2: Cuts. Yeah,
3: and I was just like, why did they put that in the
2: show? That's but gross. It was great, but uh, by the way, it's all protein. Sometimes when you get home, Jorge, you'll get this as you go further through the Sopranos. Coming home and opening up that fridge and just taking hey. a few slices of Gabagool. whatever is in there and popping them in your mouth, it's not a bad Mozzarella. way to do it. Not a bad way to do it. Uh, two winless teams play each other this weekend. There's Four winless teams play each other this weekend. We're going to have two 0-4 teams by the end of the week, which means Caleb Williams might have a pretty good idea where he's hmm. headed. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. we got our week four picks against the spread coming up in just a little bit. Uh, the totals, I am in the lead, but we're bunched up pretty good. I have 20. Jorge has 17. Emily has 16. And that's the group that's bunched up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Clinton did well last week, too. Clinton, Clinton's not on the list.
2: Clinton, 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 Clinton. <laughs> What do I, do I have, have? What's my total? You have four, Slee. I have really four? Did had zero last week. I didn't win. And you you had won the week before. I didn't win the Rams game. No, the Rams covered. They just didn't win the game. Rams only lost by three points. And what was the spread? Uh, Five and a half. Five and a half. (laughs)
3: <laughs> um, that's when that's when we made our decision was on five I and a half at, at game it closing it yeah, was three it did. It did. so if it, if you bet the day of the game it yeah. would have been a push yeah but when we did on friday on last thursday i got it was a tough decision
4: half. in front of me because you know i screwed around a little and now i'm like regretting it and i went opposite i went opposite in in one yep. of the weeks and we talked about well you need more data to figure out if
2: this strategy could work or it. not but this is also ridiculous to have four points at this stage. Through three weeks, you have four points. You, Andy got you three in week one. Yeah. You got yourself one in week two. And then I got you myself the goose egg in Zero week three. in my new strategy. Who'd you take in our zero. survivor pool this week? So
4: did I take Philly or. F- I took San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco I still have available. Who did so they I took Frisco. They got a. Uh, they play Arizona. Are they Arizona? Yeah. They home Arizona. against Arizona. Yeah.
2: Oof. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Maybe yeah, we'll Arizona'll just click up clip off the two best teams in the league. Who knows? Man,
2: did anybody th- this is why this is so hard. Because that's it why could it's happen so good. at any point. That's why it's so good. We also got our draft uh that's coming up what, twelve fifteen now or twelve thirty?
3: We're doing it at twelve. 12. So so no, draft's at 12. 12-30 is our picks. There you go. And 12, in honor of the Sunday Fun Day broadcast, which is the Toy Story simultaneous broadcast of the Jaguars-Falcons game in London. Yeah. Uh, we're going to draft Toy Story um, characters, but as we would want them on our team. Okay. okay. So which ones we would want on our collection of our team? Uh, Play football.
2: I, I am excited about that. I, I know the top four or five picks. I'm interested to see where the depth of this draft comes from. Yeah.
3: I, yeah, I, I have some... We'll we'll save it for twelve, but I have I have one that I really want.
2: I have the top. some logistical questions. Would you like me to ask them now or sure. later? I'm so, still, by the way, getting tweets about not putting Shawn Michaels <laughs> on my list. <laughs>
3: Seriously. And, and, and
2: Zelda.
6: Or Adele and Thomas. Um, and, and, uh, and,
2: and video games. I'm still so getting all these. You
3: don't have to fill up your entire roster of your team, obviously. We don't have to Do That's we all, all have to pick a
2: quarterback? It. Do we all have to pick a defensive lineman? Like, or, I think what, we just take best player available.
3: I think we take the three most important people to you on your team for your character. Okay? So, again, if, you're, if you think that... Getting a good wide receiver is most important to you. Get a good wide receiver. If you okay. think getting a good tight end so is good for you. So we can all
2: have different things. Yes, I think okay. we
3: can all have different things. And again, there's only three things that fit on the graphic, right guys? Uh, so that's <laughs> all we're
2: taking. What's the uh, order? Uh, the Who order, picks second, third, and fourth is what um, I'm asking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's picked by Parker. Um, Jorge's first. Yeah. Jorge's been first a lot, guys. Oh, okay, let's keep an eye he out he for this you one. Know, you
0: know
4: what?
2: He is kind of leaning towards, and his relationship he's tight with the guys. With those guys, yeah. Yeah. and I yeah, have a feeling paper rigging it for him. <laughs> All
3: right, so it's Jorge, then Travis, then Emily, then Allen, then up,
2: then MacDown. Okay, okay, I'll take four. I like four. Four's is okay. I, Give me it, those two. Four would be better if we had... we don't need to go over it again. <laughs> well, Jorge rigged it. Now Emily's. Uh, Nefarious methods have now translated to Jorge, who's rigging it to go first every week.
3: And also we know from the Rams that the offensive line is incredibly important. So maybe you want to take offensive line Could be. Right off the
2: bat. Could be. I, I have a I have a strategy. Now that I know the formatics of it all, uh, we can go from there. Here are two games that are taking place this weekend in the NFL. Denver, 0 3 at Chicago, 0 3. Yeah. Also Minnesota, 0 3 at Carolina. Zero oh, and three okay so at the end of sunday night you're gonna have two oh and four teams and zero and four start gives you a really good opportunity to get the number one pick in the draft right it just that that's how you end up with a win or two or three and pick number one overall we know that caleb williams at least as we sit here at the end of september incredibly likely to be the first overall pick yep those We also know that his dad and him have been cagey when it comes to discussing whether or not he would come back to school if a team that picks him that he doesn't like is at the top of the draft. Those four teams, when you look at it, when you look at teams Chicago, Denver, Minnesota, and Carolina, if I'm sitting there as the presumptive number one pick and the Denver Broncos are picking first, I don't hate that at all. If the Minnesota Vikings are picking first, I don't hate that at all. If the Chicago Bears are sitting there number one God, overall, how could the
4: Bears be so r- bad? Run for the nice.
2: hills. Carolina's a little tricky because they just picked a quarterback. They probably don't pick quarterback number one two years in a row. Probably not. But we could have an idea of Kale how Williams serious Caleb Williams there, and they have the number might, one pick. You might, I think right? They do. I think they might too. I think they do. But this is what is so interesting about this. This is a new era where a guy like Caleb Williams Completely different. has the ability, and maybe it's not the best option, but an option to say, I'm not coming. You guys are so bad at what you do. I don't want my career to be over before it even starts. I'm not coming there. I'm going back to SC. Just a question you got to ask yourself, too. If SC hypothetically is knocking on the
4: door, SC is, you think you the University of Southern California doesn't know. The value that Caleb Williams oh brings to uh, the team, the revenue. By the way, next year going into a new conference as well, you're competing. You got some of these NFL teams that are now going to be competing against the top universities in the country that have just as money, just as much money as anybody else. I'm not telling you it's going to happen because there's also some risk if you're Caleb Williams. Do I want it? There is. Do I have anything left to prove in college football by the time this year is over? We'll wait and see. Let's find out what happens. That's number but one. Is
2: that it? Out. I have something left to prove, or I have nothing left to prove. But I'm not playing for you. I, why would I want to go be a Chicago Bear where I know you're going to destroy my career because you guys don't want to surround me with talent. Yeah. You won't surround me with the right coaches. Yeah. And the reason I know that is because it's been thirty years since you've been good. The only, the only reason why I, I think when I talk about the risk is.
4: There's risk of getting drafted by that team. Mm-hmm. There's also a risk of going back into college football, potential injury, something along those lines. There's also risk that you don't get injured. And there's another crappy team that's got the number one pick a year from now. So I think what it's going to do is it will give that player at least a little bit of leverage. It will give them something that they didn't have before. It will give USC an opportunity to say, well, what are they going to pay you there we can figure out a way because we know we're going to make that money back plus how many because Caleb Williams will be coming back to this university. I just think that I don't know if that's going to go. The Caleb Williams one I don't think is the best example of this predicament. I think it's going to happen. I find it difficult happening with a player like Caleb Williams. The, just, it, it's the
2: option. It's the option is per- interesting. because th- Think about the guys as the top picks in the draft that have really squeezed and gotten what they wanted. Let's go back a little bit. John Elway got drafted by the Colts. He's like, you guys are clowns. I'm out of here. He went and played baseball. He didn't end up on the Colts. He ended up on the Denver Broncos. Bo Jackson said, I'm not going to Tampa. You guys are idiots. I'm not doing it. I'm going to go play baseball. And he did. And then eventually went to the Raiders. Eli Manning had family money to be able to say, I don't want to play for the Chargers. Well, guess what? He didn't. It's having options to make the threat real that get you what you want. I'm not saying that he goes, but the threat of going back maybe sure. makes Chicago say, you know what, he didn't want to be here and he might go back. Sure. Trade that pick. We'll we'll go from one to three and we'll take somebody else. This is completely different. It's different for the NFL. It's different for college football.
4: It's the college football NIL that's going to also affect the NFL. We're again
2: a chance, first you know, first time kind of going through this to see it. I got to figure out if Jorge's going to take Woody or Buzz as his guy, and then I got to go from there. Our Toy Story quarterback yeah. slash football player slash draft coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
1: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.